Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dungeon Stories. We got a brand new episode continuing off from where the last one stopped, because that's how stories work. Here at the top of the show, we'd like to take a moment to shout out some of our friends like Roll20.net, which is this wonderful digital tabletop that we have in front of us that allows us to play Dungeons & Dragons together, even though we are not together physically, even though we are separated by, I was going to say states, but we're all in the same state. We're just in different different cities. Places of the state. But like, if you were states away, you could do it too. Um, If you were countries away, you could do it, as long as you had internet. That's all it takes to play Roll20. That's all it takes to play D&D on Roll20.net. You get the point. Next up, we'd like to say thank you to (laughs) D&D Beyond. D&Dbeyond.com is a a digital resource site for Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. You can make character sheets on there. If you're DM, you can make encounters. You can then run those encounters with auto initiative tracking. You can do a bunch of homebrew stuff on it. That's really cool. It's a fantastic resource. It makes things really simple. And it's really good if you know someone who's looking to get into D&D. D&D Beyond is a great gateway because it makes things really simple and really easy to understand. So it makes the game a lot easier to dive into for someone who might be a little intimidated by the game. Which, if you're looking to play D&D, don't be intimidated. Do it. It's really fun. That's why we come back every week to make this show. And then finally, last but not least, we'd like to say thank you to our friends, HeroForge.com. They allow you to make miniatures for your tabletop role-playing games that can be not just Dungeons & Dragons. Maybe you play Call of Cthulhu. Maybe you play cyberpunk um they've got you covered in on hero forge because they have miniatures for a ton of different genres of role-playing game and you can make just about anything you want so check out heroforge.com make your own miniature that's where we got our lovely character tokens so with that now that we have thanked our wonderful friends my name is norin and i am your dungeon master I'm Easton, I'm Azel the Human Monk. I'm Jenny, I play Alondra the Elf Paladin. And I'm Michael, I play Aaron the Half-Elf, Half-Dwarvish Wizard. Alright. Well, what say you, friends, that we recap last session? Do we have to? Do we have to expose ourselves like this? I think we do. (laughs) I think it's time. Damn it. Last (laughs) session... The party began interrogating Josephine, the girl who had returned from her disappearance, and they were intrigued by Josephine's lack of emotion and insistence that the children had a plan and that the party need not concern themselves with their rescue any longer. To Alondra and Aaron's surprise, Azel agreed with Josephine and tried to get the party to leave the house. Sensing something was wrong, Alondra struck Josephine, who revealed herself to be an Oblex impersonation, attacking before fleeing out of the building. Aaron rushed next to the door, rushed next door to the house of the boy who had returned, Duncan, and found his parents under the same charm that had befallen Josephine's parents and Azel. Utilizing his ring of disappearance, Aaron turned invisible and snuck inside the house while Azel distracted Duncan's father. Aaron unleashed a lightning-fueled dragon's breath at Duncan, who also revealed himself to be an Oblex impersonation. The party gave chase to the fleeing Oblex, who was attempting to climb 
up the bell tower of the church. The party scrambled to access uh, the height that the Obux was on and engaged it in a battle that left Alondra and Azel unconscious before Aaron managed to finish the foul creature off with a firebolt. After being healed by worshippers of Stelnos, the party must decide on their next course of action. So, you have been revived. You are currently in the um, the, the church here, uh, dedicated to uh, Stelnos, the deity of the moon and stars. And uh, you have... You have just slain this goop. There is, uh, like, kind of charred puddles of ooze around. You, you've kind of come to, and the uh, the 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 patrons at this place of worship, as well as its uh, attendants, the clerics and paladins of Stelnos that that operate here, um, are kind of looking at the three of you. You and, and wonder, kind of asking you, like. What? What happened? What? What was that? Are there more of them? Are we safe? And there's just this general air of unease. Girl, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm assuming I'm probably at, at least I probably would have had more time with the the paladins than the other two. As they just got revived, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were pretty quick, pretty pretty quick to um, okay, raise them. So, but I mean, you definitely, I guess, for the like five or ten minutes that it took them to get around to to everybody, um, you were probably probably with them, kind of aiding them. <laughs> if Basil sees a laundry, he's gonna be like very kind of like skeptical. <laughs> Like, like poker and like withdraw a little bit like <laughs> what's you, wrong with you you go out and poker and your finger kind of sinks in a few inches <laughs> no i'm just kidding she's fine nothing just yeah nothing we're good, we're good. i'll ask the even more weirder than usual <laughs> than you you kicked me it's down true. some stairs. You you kicked me down the stairs. I bonked my head. I did no such I, thing. I took a sweet nap. I had a dream. And I then did I woke no up. <laughs> On the bell tower where that was not me. Was that the ooze thing? I'll I'll ask the, the clerics and paladins, um, have you had any leads whatsoever on the missing children? Because that's what we have been about. Um, one of them will step forward. This is a priest dressed in uh, cloth robes. Um, a uh, looks to be a a dragonborn with this deep blue, almost black scales. Um, they kind of reflect the light. They look kind of like starlight. Um, this uh, dragonborn, she she walks up to you and she uh, says, "Here in here in this temple, we were not involved. Um, the 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 priests and clerics like myself, we weren't as directly involved as 
the paladins specifically were um but they their investigations hadn't yielded much information at least not any that was very useful it it was a rather stupefying case um the the if there were kidnappers if it was a physical taking the perpetrators left no physical evidence behind at least as as far as our eyes could tell um, beyond that once the two returned most of us you know we we assumed that things would were coming to a head and the the children seemed a little unable to speak on on what had happened to them so i'll say well, well that was because they happened to be the ooze that we just fought um they were not in fact the children but a, a ruse a, a trap set by the captors themselves with uh when you say that so the parents from next door now that their charms have worn off um both sets of parents both josephine's parents and uh duncan's two fathers are going to come in and uh they've kind of been here like after the fight had had left and after you kind of stormed out of their house and that charm have dropped off um so when you when you mention that um they're very like obviously going to look very upset by this news um and uh josephine's father speaks up and says so if if those weren't if those weren't our kids then then where are we are we back to to where we started with with no evidence have we truly lost all hope you say, we have some. What evidence do we have? Um, I think as far as physical, tangible evidence, we don't have any, right, guys? <laughs> I think we we just have the... the. I mean, the, the parents saw the kids turn, and then we just have, like, our... our like everywhere we've yeah. gone with Alfrona's sisters, all the things have gone crazy. So, we, I mean, we—I don't know if it's much of a lead, but we know that they're using like the Ublex, I think is what it's called. They're using like whether like the Alfrona sisters themselves are Ublex or whether um, they're like utilizing or like taming Ublex or something like that. So at least we know like what to look out for now more than like. Um, just trinkets, be, having this weird tangible magic or something. The Ublex also did mention, which I don't know if it's true, but that the children are apparently held in a mansion in the Wither Bloom Forest. That's what we were able to get out from Josephine, but who knows if that's true. It's the uh, dragonborn 
with the uh, with the deep blue scales, um, who earlier had introduced herself to you as uh, as Draka, uh, D R A K A Draka. Um, she says, uh, "Yes, it it seems that if any evidence that we gathered from the children, or I guess rather the creatures." Whatever evidence we gathered from them should be should be taken with a grain of salt at the very least. You you said that you believe the Elfronis sisters to be involved in this somehow. Uh, it, there's kind of a lot of evidence that seems to suggest their involvement. Um, part or what we've been finding, maybe they're not directly involved, but, I mean, most of the trinkets that we've been finding that have been something that the Elfronis sisters have sold turns out to have this dark magic about it. So it, it whether it's coincidence or not, it involves the Elfronis sisters. I see. So... Anyone with one of their with one of their goods is possibly at risk. Is that what is that what you're saying? Yes. Say at a high risk. What what my friend said. <laughs> I see. We will we will be sure to begin spreading the word. Thank you for all that you've done uh, you have sh you've shown our uh, you've shown our investigators to well to put it lightly you've put them to shame with with what you've uncovered so thank you for your dedication and your hard work I may not have children myself but I can assure you that those in town that do are in your debt You're welcome. We just hope we can bring these children home as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. I, I, I hope so as well. Do you? Would you happen? Would I happen? I apologize. No, please continue. Uh, would you happen to have? I mean, truth be told, we we've hunted down these sisters from uh, neighboring towns, and we've put a lot of effort and. Quite literally, you've seen us nearly lay down our lives for this matter. Is there any way that we might get any assistance, be it uh, arcanist supplies, uh, potions, or any sort of aid that you might be able to grant us as we continue to hunt this down for your whole city, really, for each of the families who is lost? Make a persuasion check with advantage. Hmm, Okay. And as you say that, um, Avaros is is gonna pop in your head, and he's gonna say, Ooh. "Quite, quite clever, leveraging their despair like that." I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know you had it in you, Aaron. <laughs> we'll uh, just kind of push him further in the bag. <laughs> we'll talk later. 
I'm sorry. Uh, are I you think talking? we'll talk later. <laughs> All right. So um, that's an 18. 18. Um, yes, Draka is going to um, say, uh, "Of course, uh, we have a uh, we have a uh, a few potions that we could that we could gift you. It, it is the least that we could do." Um, she says, please wait here a moment and I will return. She turns and she's gone for probably about three minutes and then comes back. And she has, uh, four health potions. Oh, cool. They're just the, they're just the base level. The 2d4 plus two, but... Absolute unit. But she will give four of them nice. to you. Okay, not paper, but I will take it. <laughs> paper can't help me if I'm dead. Um, Alondra will turn to Draka and ask, uh, in this establishment, would it be possible for me to um, obtain some holy water and some parchment filled with holy text that you may not use it seems like i might need these components for some spells of my own uh yes we have we we can spare holy water and these these texts must they must they contain a specific must they be tied to a specific deity or uh no not to my understanding all right well then yes we have a few scrolls pertaining uh stories of of stelnos and her uh her predecessors their predecessors my bad uh, draka would have said their predecessors mm. not that was just me um but draka says uh I will. I will retrieve these as well. Anything else that I might search for for you, brave adventurers? Uh, do you have a yew paper. leaf, perchance? Paper and a yew leaf. Uh, I. I will. I will look. Um, bear with me a moment. Some silver? Just kidding. Well. <laughs> okay. Now we're pushing it. A <laughs> wonder. Why do you need a yew leaf? My kids aren't missing. <laughs> We just go around the town asking <laughs> all of your gold in the bag now. <laughs> we we come accepting gifts. They're I'm like, do you mean bearing Any gifts? Amount? No, 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 accepting gifts. <laughs> do you want your kids or not? <laughs> Pay up. Pay up, bitches. <laughs> um, so with that, she will leave and she will return with um, uh, a a couple let's say three vials of holy water just little like uh small little vials topped with cork so three vials of holy water um she found like a a, a yew sprig so it's like a little branch off of a yew tree with a few leaves on it um she has a little uh kind of a book that's bound with with twine about like a it's like a pocket bible essentially of <laughs> yes. so you have your little stelnos pocket bible yes. <laughs> um, and then Aaron, um she returns with uh, a pretty hearty stack of of fine paper these are yes. priests and clerics so they need uh pretty 
pretty substantial parchment to to do their work upon so this you definitely get the feeling that this will fit your needs um do you want weight or gold worth what is more helpful oh, to you uh, yeah gold worth is the best that's the best like, measurement for you yeah i think the thing is it just costs like for each level of a spell it's 50 gold pieces expensive to be a wizard you're a wizard it's, harry it's very expensive I'll say, I'll say she gives you a stack of 50 here. 50 gold worth of parchment. Ooh, okay. One yeah. little spell spell. So, you've got that. Um, she says, uh, is there any other way that we can be of service? Do you need a place to rest tonight? Yes. I thought, I thought... that would be much, very much appreciated. I thought we paid for those rooms. Never mind. With, I appreciate with the it. Traveler. <laughs> I mean, with the old adventurer kind of guy. With Bart. With Bart. Yeah, that's. With Bart Simpson. At the at the rough hewn, I believe is what right. this one was called. Yeah. My shorts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <In> my shorts. <laughs> yeah, we have a room. All right. Well, please, do not hesitate. To seek me out should you need assistance of any kind. We are more than willing to make ourselves of service to you as, as you continue to aid us and our and our neighbors to the uh, west. I had to do the never eat soggy waffles. <laughs> um, so with that, Draka bids you farewell. Um, she kind of does a little bow and then turns on her heel um, and her tail does like a little like delayed. So she turns around okay. and then walks away and then her tail kind of like follows behind her as she, mm. as she walks away. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you guys would like to do? It's uh, it was fairly early when you guys headed out to Josephine. So at this point it's probably midday yep. with all the time that you spent there. So you still have about half a day before sundown. Is there anything else in Kabul that you need to, to investigate anything that you need to any business to take care of no i got my spell components i'm good yeah i mean i probably hmm, let's see you gave me a spell scroll and that's right now the only one i have yeah i think it was for knock a... wasn't it yeah i was gonna say it's knock right now so actually knock is second level so never mind Ooh. i can't describe it if i wanted to <laughs> Oh, you don't have second level yet? No, I, I do, but that would be 100 gold. Oh, jeez. Worth the parchment. <laughs> it's 50 per level? Oh, jeez. Yeah, per level. So. Oh, I thought it was personal. Oof. Sorry. No, Aaron like <laughs> looks in his, his bag, and he's like, oh, man. How many total do you have? You got some in Cobble, didn't you? Or you're in Cobble yeah, now? You I got, got some... 17 gold worth of paper in Cobble. <laughs> In in Rebelton, so you have, you have sixty seven now between Rebelton and Cobble. You've collected sixty seven gold. Yeah. You guys need to get I'm paid. <laughs> yeah, we do. We have not gotten paid whatsoever. Yeah, so. You guys need to get paid. Um, okay, so anything else, Azel? Any business for you? Um, I think maybe just resting up would probably be his priority. Okay. Seeing. Like That's start fair. resting. Just yeah, right on. Using his time to start resting and start reading his book. 
Okay. Yeah, for sure. So if there's if there's no other business, then you guys can for sure um, spend the rest of your day kind of recuperating, um, you know, talking amongst yourselves or finding a respite in a quiet space if you need a little bit of time. Um, and you guys can, uh, you know, evening rolls around. Bart has Bart has a meal for you. Um, again, he's he's giving you food on the house for protecting his his tavern from that mimic earlier nice. um, and clearing out those Elfronis items. So he's, he's definitely grateful to you. So Bart's definitely going to let you eat and drink on the house. Um, huh. Is there a library in the, the town? How big is this town? It's pretty small, right? It's like a, it's like a, it's like a mid, mid sized town. Like it's not big, um, but it's, it's not a village either. Uh, probably population 400. Um, okay, cool. So it's not massive, but there is I there's a maybe not a library but a bookstore. Um oh. and you can feel free the owner isn't too picky about browsing as long as you're not just I will gladly peruse. Yeah, he's he's not too picky about it. He does um you know, if you if you try and if you bring a stack over to a table in the corner and sit down and your intent is clearly just to consume reading material without paying you, you get the sense he'd be a little upset, but if you just kind of browse a bit, he's not too bad. Uh, is there something particular you're looking for? Um, I guess anything on like arcane or history. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely. Um, I would say you're definitely going to find more information, just general history, than you are going to be about specifically. Um, arcana and as a wizard you would know this um arcane magic is viewed as a little um a little wild and a little uh, unsophisticated most people and a lot of this is due to the narrative that the deities themselves have pushed but most people believe that divine magic is uh safer more controllable and just generally more refined than arcane magic where you're just blindly tapping into the mana that flows through the earth so there's going to be less information on the arcane um but as far as like general history goes um there's there's quite a bit is there is there a specific instance that you are looking for or anything that um or just kind of whatever you can get your hands on yeah, I would probably say really just like anything I can get my hands on. Probably like particularly like old ruins, like anything that's like ancient. Um, especially if I can see anything perhaps on um, the names that I've heard along with my snake, then I would certainly try and see if I can find that. I'm not expecting to find too much, but just anything ancient or along those names those historical figures sure and like like the codex like that book that you're yeah yeah just anything in that realm specifically okay um yeah for sure uh i'd say that you definitely are able to find um you find a memoir from a soldier who fought in the uh in the original war when the when the deities were uh, kind of fighting that, that war where they were deciding um, whether they were going to let the mortals 
like kind of be free or if they were going to look at them more as slaves like that kind of initial conflict between them um some of these deities had mortals fighting for them as, as armies and so you find a journal for one of the uh soldiers here and he is telling the story of this this fort called honor hold this this uh kind of this keep um and it's in in zorinth this continent to the uh to the south um it's it's a fort called honor hold it's been protected by a family of orcs since it started and this uh this like memoir this journal is written by one of those orcs one of the families that protected it um and he is telling the story of he was fighting with in the army of at that time the god of war and strategy who at, at that point in time during the second generation would have been Cthulhu was at that time the second generation for the war and strategy was Cthulhu um, and he's telling the story about this uh, this meeting that Cthulhu had with a a god who was one of the ones that kind of started was a reason the war started one of the ones that was not part of the prime domains one of those secondary gods the the ones that were uh like a second child and this god that this uh book describes is a uh a a being of hatred and revenge named uh, uh zahik z-i-h-i-k and it seems that um Cthulhu formed a sort of deal with uh, Zahik to help um, aid in the battles. Zahik, with their powers being um, revenge, they are... Uh, Zahik was a very powerful god that could... that was very fierce in battle, and so Cthulhu and Zahik, they, they teamed up and to kind of get back at the other side... Um, that they would have been battling. Um, and Zahik mentions uh, a book known as the the Codex. Um, he he says that the Codex is... Uh, he, he's basically presenting the Codex to Cthulhu uh, and saying this... This book, if you can decipher it and, and unlock its secrets can help you defeat even the strongest of gods. Um, he said some might even call it uh, the God's End. Nice. So, okay, perfect. So that is a story that you're able to find uh, This these in this tale from honor hold cool all right awesome then i i'll um 
I'll ask the snake. What do you know of this? Ever wise mind. Everos will say, uh, the, hold on, I gotta find his voice. The fact that you were able to, was that it? That's it, that's it now. The fact that you were it's able to. It's a little to... bit more Celtish than it was, but. Shoot, I gotta find my posh. The fact that you were able to find tell of the codex at all especially in this small backwater cesspool is quite impressive and you know that that doesn't come lightly though i will say finding the information here has less to do with your prowess and more to do with dumb luck but that's beside the point the mention of zahik is Interesting. Zahik and and our dear dear friend Severant traditionally did not get along very well. So while I do not know and of course few do know Severin's true intentions. In fact, I doubt anyone but Severin themselves know their true intentions. Um, I I find it interesting that they are so keen on tracking down this this item belonging to one of their closest enemies. Perhaps I should leave you here. <laughs> dumb luck might stumble upon you in this library of swords. Let him know. Let him know, dude. As as Throw much as as much as the proposition of leaving you behind excites me. Uh. I don't think that would serve either of us very well. Like it or not, our goals seem to be tied to one another, at least for now. You are true. You need me. I need you. <laughs> and that is our lot for now. For now. All right. Anybody have any other business? Uh, other than reading my book and um, kind of like going back over the letter my father had for me, I not nothing really. Okay. Yeah. Um. You again. You're you're pretty familiar with your book and the story that it tells. Th this gift from your father. Um. You have. Uh, you have uh, read this front to back many times, so you again, and you can almost like skip to your favorite um, passages in it. But 
yeah, for sure. You can definitely definitely do that. And and with that, if no one else has anything else, go ahead and take a long rest. Oh, thank goodness. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. sir. We're in here, dude. So you are all pretty worn out, I would say. Um, it was a tough day. Um, a creature unlike anything you had really encountered before. But you bested it. You came out on top. You are feeling rested and recharged. And you awake to... A knock on your door. R remind me, oh, did you all have separate rooms, or were you... I think we all roomed together. You all roomed together, okay. Yeah, yeah, so all three of you awake to a knock on your door. And it kind of rouses you from your slumber. Okay, I'm up. <sighs> I'm up. I got I'll it. I'll use an H-hand to open the door. Ooh. Oh. Okay, yeah. Cool. Classy. <laughs> you... <laughs> Um, you kind of have paper kind of scattered around you and w without brushing the paper off of your head, you just kind of like wave your hand and your little ghost hand pulls open the door, um, revealing, uh, Bart standing in your doorway. And he, uh, looks at you with his salt and pepper hair and his, uh, big bushy mustache. And he says, uh, I thought you might be interested usually you would know there would be fanfare and children cheering but since the information that you delivered to the temple last night attitudes have changed but i thought i should let you know the the alfrona sisters have have come into town this morning oh bitch let me out of them <laughs> Hmm. Okay. They are set up in their usual spot. Um, if you find the pond in the middle of town, they're on the edge closest to the center of town. So you guys can pull up. I have I sent that map in, in Discord, so you guys can pull that up. Um, I would show it on screen. Ooh! It does have the artist's name. I thought I didn't have the artist's name. But I do have the artist's name. Hey. Yeah, brother. Nice. Shout out to Rusty Mob. Shout out to Rusty Mab. Rusty Mob. Mab. Rusty Mab. Um, wherever you are. Yeah, Rusty, wherever you are. Your map's really cool. So ignore where it says uh, Riverton. Um, and then that river that's cutting down the west side of it. There isn't really a river here. But that pond in the middle of town is there um and so it's going to be like you can see the the church there it's kind of across the street from the church a little bit um in between the house with the red roof and then the long kind of yellow one uh right on the edge there so that is that's where they're set up and that's kind of where bart will will inform you to head Mm. 
Well, let's let's talk strategy here. Kill him. <laughs> I, I do believe that that should be the course of action. That is certain. Maybe we now, need to try to figure out where the kids are. Yes, that should definitely be step one instead of okay, killing and, them. and then we kill them. Oh, that's fair. I had not thought about that. <laughs> Might want to discover their location. Yes. It would probably also be wise to see if they are coming in with backups, which is very likely. Norn, is this, from what we've heard, is this following like their standard travel practice, or is this like out of turn? Um, as far as you know, this is pretty standard. This is kind of the reason you went the way they went, because they okay. were going the other way, so you were hoping to meet them halfway. So this this is all according to plan so far. Okay. Um, can I cast Augury? Um, quickly, before we leave, I'll just kind of like mark in chalk and, and take out some, some different tokens and dice, and I'll just be checking the arcanic energy to see um, if if fighting them would result in good results or bad results, or both or nothing. Okay. Yes. I don't know if I can like specify like would it. Hmm. And trying to think how I can specify this. Um, Let me pull up the spell description too. So this says uh, you receive an omen from an otherworldly entity about the results of a specific course of action you plan to take within the next 30 minutes. Yeah, so I'm trying to the spell doesn't think, take okay. into account any possible circumstances that might change the outcome, such as the casting of additional spells or the loss or gain of a companion. Yeah, so I'm going to see... Oh, man. Because we can't be really specific as far as, like, how will it go if we try and get... I guess... Yeah, I'll ask. How would it go if we try and discover the location of the kids first? Like if we if we put the children first above attacking the sisters. Hmm. Okay. I'm gonna make you think. Yeah. Yeah. Now I gotta play out. So, y if you inquired about the children before fighting them. Yeah. Is it a cop out to just say wheel and woe? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> let's say so. You have like a handful of dice and and knuckle bones. You kind of roll them. Let's say that three of them come up wheel. One of them comes up whoa. How about okay. that? Is that better? Yeah, three for good, three for bad. Okay. Three, three for good, one for bad. Oh yeah, three for good. 
Okay, then I'll, I'll tell the group, well, it looks like we might have some success in doing that. Jenny, I think you're muted. Nerd. Yay, that's good news. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess probably what I would do first is say we should probably... Oh, man. How might we get the information on the children? Well, what if we tell them that we're on their sides? What? They might not. They might not believe us. But hey, we we heard you're kidnapping children. <laughs> we want in. <laughs> what ritual are we doing? Give me a slice of the action. <laughs> um, I don't know about that one. Man, I hope no one cuts that audio clip out of context. <laughs> We heard your we heard your kidnapping children. Give me a slice of the action, please. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I, looking back, it, it wasn't the best. Oh well, maybe someone will make a compilation. <laughs> Dungeon stories out of context, part one. Dungeon stories is over, party. <laughs> What might we get do to have the paladins assist us? I feel like we'd need more evidence to or, incriminate the Afrona sisters. Or what if we did nothing? What do you mean? Nothing. Follow them? Yeah. Try to follow them without us no no or them noticing us. If we follow them, I mean, if they really kidnap the sisters, then, or unless these are Ublex copies. Suppose I could determine if there's any magic within the items. What about in the sisters? Ooh. Uh, it, it would tell me the, the magic inside them as well. So perhaps we just let things slide overnight. We keep a sharp eye on them, and then if they leave, then we follow. I think I could even... I mean, I only have one casting of this, but I can make myself invisible as I explore and peruse. Um, the invisibility only lasts for a short while. Um, Actually, it lasts an hour, so um, perhaps we can go there, peruse. The thing is, the eyes have seen us. They likely know our faces, if they can see through. They've seen all of our faces? Well, at least the eyes have. Right? Yes. Yeah. Well, what it, I mean, do you think Bart would be willing to help us out? Because currently the only thing that they know about Bart is that he's a 
paying customer if he's already had things in the tavern. It's true. I'm just meaning as far as me being able to cast a spell. Oh, yeah. To identify. Man, Norn, I think that that ring you gave me only had like one casting period in D and D Beyond. Oh, really? It didn't reset. Yeah, it didn't. Can you unclick it? You it recharges on a long rest. I'm sorry, I didn't. I, I figured it wasn't a, a one time use. <laughs> the ring just dissolves the minute I. <laughs> just like well. you, ne you never come visible again, and. <laughs> <laughs> See, they only, the only thing I see is either one, we can turn invisible and follow them at the end of the night, or I can turn invisible and discover any uh, magical items that they're using. Hmm. I suppose that is the, the main question here, which would be the best use of that. I would say whatever keeps the village safe, perhaps it would be smarter for us to dispel the magic on the items. That way, if people purchase it, they're not they're not putting their, themselves in danger. Or True. Now, see, I can't maybe, dispel. Nearly identify. Uh, or maybe the damage has been done. I mean, we've made it pretty clear to numerous people that the Elthronis sisters are on our high list of suspicions. What if I mean, the townsfolk are probably very upset with us pointing the finger at the Alphronis sisters. It is a good point. Um... Hmm. Well, we've gotten good results about us trying to find the location of the children. So I say we try and do that. To follow the Afrona sisters back after they're done for the day? If these Elfrona sisters go back. That is true. We've gotten good results about trying to find the, the location of the children within the next half hour or so. So I think that's a, a chance to take right now. I mean... Worst case scenario, they'd recognize us through those eyes. Who's Who knows if the, the creatures could have passed on that information, but worst case scenario, they identify us as a threat and we try and take them down, hopefully with the help of paladins. Best case scenario, they don't recognize us. I can check if anything's magic and then we can follow them later the night. So. That works. Another thought, um, I could make an image of one of the children who were supposed to come back and kind of make it appear a ways away in the eyesight of maybe one of the Infernus sisters to see how they would react, if at all. Oh, I like that thinking. 
You know, I just thought, well, perhaps it's not much, but how long have the Ulthronis sisters been alive? Um, I don't I really mean, know that answer. Nobody just kidnaps children. Perhaps part of our motivations for our little venture here could be trying to figure out why. You do know they're elves, so they live for a while. They're elves. Yeah. How how far away are we, Norin, from the location of the, the sisters, like where they've set up shop? Because mm. if they're, like, you know, if it's only, like, a, a couple minutes walk, then I'd probably start preparing detect magic. Yeah, so... it's it's like at most five minutes. Um, the, oh, okay. the tavern yeah, so is gonna... set up pretty close to the market square, and that's where they set up too. So you guys are, you guys are like totally within easy walking distance. Okay, then right after Augury, I'll I'll cast start casting detect magic, um, and just let everyone know that, you know, th this will be ready soon, and then we can head out and see what we can find. We can be stealthy about it or not. I'll I'll stay focused on the magic and I I'll let you handle that conversation however you may choose, I suppose. Or that distraction, Alondra. Sounds good. Azel can take care of the talking if I'll while I'm conjuring up the image of the child. <laughs> Alright. Azel's gonna be our face. Nothing wrong can come out of that. <laughs> yeah, then I suppose I'll, as soon as, like, detect magic is, you know, about five minutes from being ready, I'll, I'll start heading over. Okay. Uh, are all three of you going? Y or, or Alondra's is... going, but she's gonna stay... A ways back. Okay, sure. Yeah, I'll I'll probably try to be like stealthy, but not. You're not invisible yet. Yeah, no, not invisible. Okay. And as she's walking in her hand, she has a piece of place ready as one of the components that she needs for the spell. Ooh. So that they don't have to see her pull it out while. In the courtyard or whatever. Okay. I'm guessing we're approaching. <laughs> yes. You're speaking. <laughs> yeah, you got you got signed up to be the face while you were. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> okay. I'm looking for magic. Okay, so you spend a little bit of time inside the room preparing that and then begin walking as it uh, begins to take place. So you come down the stairs of the tavern, make your way out onto the street, um, and walk kind of down the road toward where you have learned that they have their uh, their wagon set up for the shop. And from what you had heard from like your time in in Rubbleton, you you got the sense that most of the time people are like rushing there and they have lines stretching like clear around town but people seem to be avoiding them like the plague so as you yeah as as you begin to like approach them 
you're one of you're one of a few you're not the only person there are a few of those like elderly people who are like so stuck in their ways that they're like they couldn't possibly be kidnappers and then the they hardcore fans yeah and, and you know the people who are just too stubborn to admit that they were wrong um and then you know you and then there's you guys as you walk up so you're not the only one um but as aaron approaches Alondra, you're hanging back correct what's your what's your gap um i want to say maybe like Cause I can I can do it within thirty feet. Um, Before we split up, I'll remind everyone that we that have three fourths good chance to find the location Sweet. of the kids. It's all on you, Eagle. Saying there's a chance. Don't freak! Don't fuck it up. What the hell's the plan? What am I talking about? Sweet talk them. You're just ta you're just talking, Eagle. Sweet talk them. So Azel and Aaron are approaching. Alondra, what did? How far away did you say you were? Um, I want to be like. I want to say, like, are there any buildings around the pond? Yeah, yeah, there are a couple. Um, you okay. can see on that. So there are, there are kind of two right by where you are. So. I'll. I'll send a snap of the two in particular. That it are, but it's. But there are two, kind of like right there by where they are. Okay. She would probably. Um. Stand like within. Um, maybe. Fifteen feet away from the closest building, just because in her mind she's thinking of placing the image of Josephine in between the two buildings to like make it seem like if she's walking by. Okay, sure. And what's the range on that? Uh, it's thirty feet. Okay, awesome. That works. Okay, so Alondra hangs back with her fleece in hand. Um, Aaron and Azel, you continue walking toward the sisters. At this point, Aaron, your detect magic is activated. And with it activated, as you approach the sisters, both of them are completely cloaked in illusion magic. And their their cart itself has um that same that like necromancy that like the claws had like the hands is kind of in there as well but uh so there is you definitely get the sense that s some of the items have this aura um and then they are completely cloaked in illusion magic themselves hmm Okay, do I do I get the sense that this is just like covering their like face, or if I like cast identify on it, I would get a little bit more. 
The I mean the illusion magic is around their whole body, not just their faces. They're disguising so. And as you approach these sisters, um This is why I stayed back, y'all. So they, they look like elves. Uh, one of them is is tall and, and beautiful, gorgeous, with, with like ivory white hair, and her eyes are gold like honey. The other sister is shorter, um, and she is uh, she smells heavily of old fish, and she is oh. she is not attractive. Um, she she is. Uh, she looks elven, but she has the same honey-colored eyes as her sister. Um, but that—that's kind of the two of it. They—they're. You can tell that they're sisters, but definitely, like one of them is 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 very beautiful, very gorgeous. The other one is is very not. Um, but they have the same honey-colored eyes, so you can definitely tell that they're sisters. And like their facial features are similar enough to tell that they're they're related. Um, and she smells, uh, the, the shorter one with, uh, she, she smells heavily of old fish as you approach it. You just kind of like takes over your nostrils as you approach. Hmm. Uh. Okay. Is, so I'm just like identifying magic in like different household items right there's no like weapons that glow up or anything like that no no weapons yeah it does just seem to be toys and vases and, and things like that okay you don't see any magic weapons like on their person light up yeah okay um Hmm. Okay, let me. So I guess. I'm able to create like a quill to write in something. Yeah, but I don't see it have any like range on it. There's not like any range listed. I can erase anything as long as. Oh, I guess it's a. Hmm. Let me. It's a quill, so I'm assuming I have to like actually write with it. It doesn't just like. <laughs> you create. You sense. create a quill in your free hand. Yes. Yeah. You do yeah, have to hold say, it. I guess it's not a magical quill that solves that problem. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's probably. Oh, man. I'm going to wait until they seem distracted, and then I'm going to try and cast Identify as I brush into one of them. As you, as you what into them? I'm just gonna, 
I'm, I'm gonna look for like a, a moment when they're like distracted where I can possibly put like my hand on their shoulder or something to cast identify. Like I'm just looking for an opportune moment. Okay. Um, I will say you would know this as the caster of the spell. Um, oh, okay. You learn what spells, if you touch a creature, what spells currently affecting it. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I would say that that is doable. You can walk up like you're about to like browse the goods or whatever. Um, yeah. And you release browse identify. Yeah. Uh, you release identify. Which one do you place your hand on? They they looked the same, correct? I mean, they they looked related. One was one was like tall and and gorgeous. The other was uh, short oh, and and right. very kind of like right. unattractive. Uh, definitely gonna try and do the unattractive one. See what's going on there. Okay. Um. And. For that, I'll, I'll use my ability to cast a ritual spell automatically. Okay. So I don't use a slot. Yeah, so you you walk up and you uh, kind of bump into or place your hand on your shoulder and release that, um, that identify. Um, and as it um, comes out, it's got a verbal component so you like speak the word as you put your hand down um and you you learn that this this magic that she is affected by uh does not seem to be a spell it is not um it's not like detect magic or something like that uh you you get the sense from this magic that it is inherent it is an ability that she possesses some kind of magical ability okay and as you uh, do that, um, the sisters are going to kind of turn and look at you, um, and uh, they'll, in unison, they'll say, "Oh yes, we were wondering when you were going to show up." And it's both of their voices layered over one another in the in unison. Oh, that's creepy. Me? No. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, are, who are they saying this? They're saying this to me. To you, like and then they'll us. they'll look to Azel as well. They'll they'll say it to you, and then they'll kind of look in Azel's direction. Who Azel's not too far away from you since he was going to be the talker according to the plan. Yeah, such a sweet talker. <laughs> I know, right? Just volunteering for stuff, man. I, I did does. say I was waiting for a moment. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Dang it. Jenny, are you doing anything? Do you, does Jenny uh, see this? I was going to cast my minor illusion of Josephine to see. If they would have reacted in any other way, in any way at all. So are you casting that now? Yeah. Okay. Um, you hold out your hand, and um, the uh, image of 
Josephine appears, um, and they will uh, the the taller one with the she she'll kind of look at it and she'll say, uh, "Dear, you can you can come out now." Um, it's a nice trick. It looks like you've really mastered that, uh, that ability that you have, but if, I mean, we sent, you know, we had a plan in place that you've disrupted, so if you thought that we wouldn't know that, you might be a little more foolish than we've gathered. Can I use the Ring of Invisibility? <laughs> You're gonna use it now? I think now's a big enough fight, isn't it? We're gonna fight? Hazel's gonna re stick out his hand and try to, like, shake their hand. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll wait and see if Hazel's doing something. I'll, I'll wait and see what Hazel's doing. Um, yeah, so with, after hearing, like, uh, the Alphronis sisters kind of tell, I don't, like, after everything they said, Hazel's just gonna try to learn their names, I guess. I don't know if that's gonna help, but Hazel's just gonna reach out his hand to try to, like, give a good handshake. And he's hi, I'm Hazel. <laughs> the tall one will extend her hand and she'll shake yours and she'll say, it's a pleasure, Azel. Thank you. Make a wisdom saving throw. Charmed. <laughs> Silly mama! <laughs> my, name, my name is Greta. And she'll gesture to the shorter one. Um, and she'll say this. And, and, and this is my sister. Uh, Grime. It is It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance at long last. We've been interested in you for so long now. Oh, what might interest you? This is great. Uh, now Grime, the shorter one, will speak up and she'll say, It's been so fun watching you struggle to tie all the strings together. Ugh, I hate her voice. It's been so amusing. Alondra would have used one of her features that she has to cast invisibility on herself. Okay. Before <laughs> rounding the corner. Okay. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Greta and Grime. I, I'm, um, I gotta be honest, I'm a little... How do I put this? It's just, we've... This wasn't the behavior I was expecting from you. And what were you expecting, darling? And then Grime will say, Were you expecting us to kill you? You thought we were going to stab you? You thought we were going to eat you, maybe? Did you think we were going to eat you, maybe? Oh my god. What did you think we were going to do? 
Maybe. Uh, that's crazy. <laughs> no, why would you do that? No, I, um... <clears throat> um... It, it's... It just, uh... Kinda looks like you're... Maybe snatching kids. Us? What are you? What are we? Uh, why are they laughing, Aaron? <laughs> Aaron, why are they laughing? <laughs> I... I did wonder how long it was going to take you to get to that question. We... Well... Be honest with yourself, Aaron. Do you want this? Do you want to spoil the surprise? Do you want the fun to end? It was only just beginning, wasn't it? We were oh just starting God. to have fun. This is a freaking trap. Never been no, one for fun. Is... You have that vibe oh, about fun. you. You have that energy, not one for fun. Yes, that doesn't surprise me. What well, the hell is going on? Alana's gonna stealthily <laughs> make her way towards Aaron and Azel. Okay, make a stealth check. Um, you have disadvantage because your armor, but advantage because invisibility. Yes. So just a straight roll. Straight roll. Straight roll. <laughs> okay, that is. A 17. 17? That's pretty good. Um, you you feel pretty confident that you're moving pretty quietly. You're, you're being really careful. And you manage to get um, within five feet of Aaron and Azel. Okay. So how... How did you picture this encounter going? You've you found us. We're speaking. What what's next for us? How how does this play out? Well, um, I'm gotta be really honest. I thought you didn't want to be found, so I thought maybe you might fight us. I mean, sure, we didn't want to be found. Who... Do people... Do people ever want to be found? I mean, I'm sure some people do. But it's... We can adapt. We're, we're smart creatures, and... It's not helping your case. <laughs> and what would... Why can you explain why some of the things that you might be selling have this weird thing where maybe a couple eyeballs come out of them or things turn into slime? Oh, oh yeah, I've got this one. I can answer this question. Of course you can. Yeah, the eyeballs, they're so we can watch ya. We can see what it is that's going on. That's why we've got the eyeballs. 
Aren't they lovely? Our big sister made them. And, uh... Just wondered. The, uh... Wait, big sister? The, the slime. Uh, the, the slime is a wonderful tool, isn't it? It's so fun. It, it learns. And it grows. And once it's big enough, it can be whoever it wants to be. And that's thanks to our mother. Isn't she wonderful? Do you all live together? Yes. Wow. Yes, we do. It's quite the coven we have, isn't it? Family karma. Uh, yeah, cool family tree. <laughs> um, why, why, why do these things? I mean, there's there's a rumor that you guys are taking kids, or not necessarily a, a rumor. rumor. <laughs> my, a rumor we might have spread. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think anyone thought that until you three came along. Speaking of three, I can only see two of you. I did ask your friend to step out, didn't I? Why would she want to show herself? Now, how can we? How can you prove that you're not going to do us harm? If you can prove that you're not going to do us harm in any way, shape, or form using any magic or tool, I can promise you that I can get Alondra out. Okay, what did say my name? Well, if, th if those are the circumstances, I mean, we would be fools to promise that now, wouldn't we? You're the ones that want her out. It's well, fine. Maybe she's, maybe she's standing right in front of you. He and you're just seat. blind as a bat. Maybe. Maybe she is. Well, Aaron, you asked what we wanted from you. I, I mean, if, if we were to have our way, we would like for you to leave us be, but I have a feeling you won't let that pass now, will you? It depends what you're trying to accomplish, but let me know. This... This plan of ours, I I would hate to confuse you. It might go above your heads, and I'm not sure we have we have time for it. Let's just say that with these the, these children, we're offering we're offering them an opportunity to be something more than they could ever have been if they had stayed home. And. What is it that you're offering them to be? Like us. We'll let them join the family. What? Oh, that's creepy. Oh, heck nah. And what? And what's so good about being an Elfrona? Or an Elfronas? Whatever. Would you like us to show you what's so good about it? Yes. Get on with it. Oh boy. With that, the uh, illusion is going to fade away. <gasps> and yes. the sisters are going to reveal themselves for what they truly 
are, and you see in front of you some truly foul-looking creatures. They look to be uh, humanoid uh, women. Uh, one of them, the taller one, that was Greta. Uh, she has this like sickly green skin with this uh, bulbous um, pointed nose and long greasy white hair that flows down to her knees. She's clothed in in rags that are that are rotting. She has long claw-like fingernails. Her sister has um, kind of a deep blue skin. Her hair is is patchy and wet and slimy and looks to look green like seaweed. She has um, she has like scales kind of covering her body in places. Um, her f- face looks horribly disfigured. Her eyes kind of bulge like that of a fish um she's clad in like a a skirt made of seaweed um go ahead and make arcana checks for me oh heck yeah yes please yeah could i like oh boy cast the ring of invisibility in response to that it's good this kind of dropping of the veil i guess is gonna kind of have a little bit of a reaction from Hazel, but it's not going to be a whole lot. Like. Uh, yes, Aaron, you can turn invisible. Okay. Yeah, I'll go invisible. Um, Azel, how do you react immediately here? I think Azel just kind of blinks and like... I can't help but feel like that only made things a little more confusing. Who... How does that answer my question? Or... Oh, we'll get to the good stuff. Trust me. And that is where we will end this episode of Dungeon Stories. <gasps> oh, damn. Dirty. So, you guys have found the Elfrona sisters. They have made themselves known to you. Son of a bitch. And they have shown their cards a little bit, haven't they? Yeah. Just a little bit. Well, with that, um, we, we'll pick up from there next week on the next episode of Dungeon Stories. Um, everyone, thank you so much for listening or for watching. It means the world to us. We really appreciate you tuning in again. We hope you're excited for, for the next one. Um, it's, it's awesome. We love having you here. We love making the show. Uh, thanks again to our friends. Uh, Sword Coast. Nope, not Sword Coast Soundscapes. We're not doing them right now. That's old school Dungeon Stories. Uh, D&D Beyond, Roll20, and Hero Forge. Uh, definitely check them out. And check out Sword Coast, Sword Coast Soundscapes, too, on YouTube. They're really good ambient noise for your tabletop role-playing games. Um, <laughs> and uh, with that, um, we say it every time, but just... You know, if you could help spread the word about us, that helps us out a lot. Helps us grow. We're on, we're on TikTok now. I broke down and made a TikTok, so I'm posting a few. I'm posting some clips on, Ooh. on the TikTok. So, so check that out. Um, it's just, uh, I think Stories Dungeon is what I went with with the username, so it matches up with our Instagram and Twitter. So Stories Dungeon, on, on TikTok. So you can find us there and see some some more clips. And then I might at some point do like 
DM advice and other general D and D stuff. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if I can make myself do that. <laughs> um, we'll see if I have the confidence. But uh, with that, everyone, check us out. It, it means the world to us. Thank you very much, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.